So let's discuss or chat about the building and the unbuilding of you, or rather the capture and then the release of you because of trauma. Um, one of the things that stands out, um, if there's been an injury, and trauma is an energetic injury, um, then you are building in response to the injury. So the injury can take up a little space of your shadow or a massive can take it all, you know, all of it. For me, it was all of it. So because it was a very sinister kind of contract with a child, you know, to be sent out to be abused, um, it was all wrapped up. You know, there's parent, there's injury, there's bonding. It's, it's, it's very messy and very gluey and sticky and built. Hey, everyone. Um, so, and there's a cooking, there's a relationship built, there's the injury, there's a horror of it, there's a fear of it. Whatever your trauma is, the person that traumatized you has now built a relationship with you through trauma, right? And if there's an injury, you need to accommodate the injury and the person. And if the person happens to be a parent, well, you're you're pickled. I mean, it's just, you're done, right? So there's this there's you as a child, there's the injury done by someone familiar, it's usually someone familiar, if it's a parent, you know, you're really in deep shit, and then there's their relationship, the horror of what happened, the having no power, the having to accommodate it, having to put it into the shadow, it's all a big shit show, and it's unresolvable, right, so because it's unresolvable, um, you know, you put it into the shadow and you can't process it. You put it into the dark. Now, that gooey, messy, smelly, horrible thing that happened, which is, you know, against all children to hurt them in any way, um, you sever from. You can't resolve it. You're a child, right? You can't resolve this. You're looking for... Um, guidance and love and protection by the very person who's hurt you, right? Even if it's not a father or mother, perhaps it's, you know, a relative, it's all the same thing. It's people that you cannot challenge and that somehow you must accommodate the event, right? And the event happened to you. So, Somebody hit you, somebody hurt you, somebody abused you, whatever it is they did. So now you're cooked inside mm, the darkness of that person or their sinister, creepy secret. 
and they navigate you. So you have sort of an owner. You have um, someone that you are answering to, that you are building in reflection to, which is horrific, right? Um, I think the biggest piece of this is that you are accommodating something that's unaccommodatable and you have to make it fit and it's never going to fit. An injury towards a child will never fit inside the child, which is why people end up, you know, sticking a heroin needle in their arm or drinking themselves into oblivion or, you know, running for their life, whatever it is. You can't accommodate it. It's like someone cutting a big chunk out of you. It doesn't live in the natural processes of nature and love and child rearing and safety, etc., etc. So it will always be this, you know, gurgling sort of thing within you that's just, it's like a piece of sloshing something that you don't know what it is and you, you know, you're trying to sort of get it out but you don't have any access to it. For me, I found painting as a way to try to live and to get to it. I didn't know what it was. Um, and again, you know, that's like they're great artists and they're great writers. They're, you know, we try to get to this through the intellect, through, you know, art, through creativity. We have to go face it. That's ultimately it. So, but my point is that um, there's you as a prisoner and a prison warden. Right? There's a jailkeeper and the prisoner. So you build a relationship with a jail. You're in jail. If it's done by a parent, that's it. You're in jail. Because you bond with them, right? So where are you going to go, right? So now they've given you something which is impossible to accommodate, which has kind of wiped out, you know, the process of your natural blossoming, you know, um, they've interfered in the natural processes of your growth. It's like someone just, you know, yeah, um, takes a tank and just splatters you. Um, but the thing is, you can't escape it. You are building yourself in relationship to it because it's there every day, all day doing its thing, Right. So as you cook here, one of the things that you will find if you're looking at your mind is that you're living in relationship to the person that injured you. You don't know that, but if it's been very sinister and subtle and creepy, as it certainly was for me, you will realize that all you're doing is answering to a threat in your head or around you, there's a threat, something I have to, you know, fulfill this or else, right? Your brain is always saying, you know, look, do this or else. I mean, I would get up and go for runs, but it was done because there was this massive anxiety that was like, get up and go, right? Which is actually... <coughs> why meditation is so great because 
You have to stop and sit in that anxiety for five minutes, ten minutes, whatever. So they've... I think about it like a scorpion that numbs its prey. It's, it's, you're taken here. You know, the medicine said, it's a theft, right? So in order for you to start building a life that's yours, so, so, in this, in this theft, or if, this, if there's an injury upon you as a child, you're threaded up with them, right? You're built in relationship to them. You know, you're, you know, accommodating an impossible thing. You've abandoned yourself because you've jumped ship for yourself so you can, you know, survive. And you're all in with the, with the it's all wrong with the predator. It's all wrong, Right? There's no way to, you know, you can do 10,000 equations on the, on, the, on the blackboard. The initial premise is absolutely wrong. Nothing right can come from that wrongness. But the thing about children is that we try to keep, you know, rebuilding it to work. It's like you're doing this endless equation. It's like a crazy professor at the blackboard going, if I do it this way... I'll get the right answer. And you've just got zillions of these equations all day you're practicing to try to make all of this work. Because you're blinded. I was blinded. I didn't know that the initial event was so horrific that I'd blacked out. So you're walking around. It is like being blindfolded, writing equations on a wall every day to try to accommodate this difficult, impossible situation. It was wrong. You were wiped out, but you don't know it, right? If it's a parent, if it's something, you know, if you're built and cooked there, if it was done by the people that was, you know, supposed to rear you, then it's over. (coughs) And all of you is built around that premise it's like being built around um poison right you can't see the poison that wiped you out that terrified you that blinded you that took you hostage right that did these horrible things to you you can't see it because it lives in that no man's land in that um, place that you have no access to because you've severed it, right? But in your brain, something is, is, is guiding you, is making you get up every day, surviving, right? You don't know what it's like to just get up and be who you are, right? Because that pulsating poison from early on is just sending out, you know, the vibrational sort of energetic vibrations of that horror. So also the thing about if you have been 
her early on and you've kept it in the shadow, it lives within you. So it's actually attracting what is already inside of you. So you're all round stuck. Now, you can't see it, any of it. But it's all around you, but you can't see it, right? One of the things about the medicine is as it cleanses you, and it cle- so what it's cleansing is everything around you, the, the whole, you know, the energetic toxicity and darkness that you live in. She's cleaning it up. So she's saying, listen, this is what happened. And, and again, I'm going to be very simple about it, but it's a massive the way this happens. It happens emotionally, physically, psychologically, thinking. And she's going to take you on this journey of a cleansing journey, right? Um, and you, everything will be seen and it's its its, its own, you know, it's like cleaning out a toxic waste dump. And for you to get rid of the person that has kept your child prisoner, right? And it will hold on and, you know, it's a whole battle. It's a huge battle. But one of the things that happens after you've, you know, set the hundred year war, but you know, once you the, the medicine is because what the why is it the battle? It's a battle because you have to see it and it's hidden and it will fight to be hidden because it owns you. And as the medicine dissolves you more and more, you begin to see it. It's energy. You see it coming. I mean, I've seen it come through me like a, it's like a dragon on my back. It has an actual physicality. It has actual energetic quality. That was deeply hidden before because I had so many layers of numbness and pretend person and ego. But as that's all been wiped out, it's actually emerged. Here it is. It's been living inside of you. It took over everything, right? The battle is to remove it. Because if it happened early on, it's lodged deeply in your system. You can't see it. There's layers of energy, blah, blah, blah. But you're basically a prisoner. And it's, you know, it's just moved in. Um, But again, uh, not conspicuous to you at all. So the medicine comes in and what it's doing battle with is for it not to be seen. It doesn't want to be exposed. It's hiding in your system right? Um, so the battle, the medicine is cleansing you. So it is exposed, it shows you what happened who the motivation, blah, blah, blah. It literally, you know, opens up the whole map of your life and shows you, you know, what happened, and you relive it. I mean, it's, it's so that thing, whatever that person did to you is a blockage in your system. And that blockage, which is very tightly bound, is what the medicine is opening up. And it's surgery, it's energetic surgery. She's gonna go in and open it up, right? And part of it, there are many parts of it, but one of its many tentacles is the the threat that's living inside your head, right? The, unless you're doing everything that's on this list, unless you're being all of what I told you to be, to hide my things and become this person, be the cover-up, you know, you'll die. So 
as you go through the levels of cleansing, so the threat will then begin to disappear. Now, remember, your whole being was built on this relationship. Certainly was for me, if it was bad, right? If they're there all the time, if they injured you or they've been, they constantly injured you, they hurt you, they hit you, whatever they did. If you have had an injury early on and it's at that nascent stage of arrival in consciousness where you're barely here and you don't know what's going on, there's confusion, you will build with them. You will accommodate the horror they did to you and you will build a bond with them. And that's why it's very difficult for children to leave, right? They want to protect their parents. You know, in the ceremony, I was like, you know, you, I even had to tell my kid, you've got to stop protecting this guy. I need to know. So as that, those, you know, so imagine it like pottery. It's being, it's just or more like an archaeological dig. These two things, the, the, the darkness and the horror that happened to you and you have been melded together with this person. You know, you both know the horror he did to you. You both, you know, you're carrying the horror that he did. You made the bond with it. It was just this whole horrible kind of blending of these two very powerful energies. And the medicine is taking you out. It's, it's disconnecting you from that bond. Remember, when you disconnect from the bond, everything collapses because your whole life is built around that treacherous, toxic trick. So it has many tentacles. When it, It's like if you imagine pulling it out, it's got tons of tentacles, right, that was attached to it. And one of them is the threat. It so owns you that every breath, every thought has been built in order to accommodate it. So now you don't, as, the, as you're cleansed, all of these things are removed. There's another way to put it. And you begin to show up without the noise. Now, you know, nature abhors a vacuum. So, but you've never had, or I've never had, because I've lived in this condition for so long, like if you've, you know, lived with your head, like conjoined twins, you're to, to another person, we well, don't know what it's like to stand up by yourself and not have your head connected to another, right? It's like, you get the choice to then make your life without living in this uh, state which is attached to and frozen in, um, you know, poison, toxicity, trauma, trauma. So that is actually the beginning of a whole new trajectory. So first you're in it then you have to, something happens and then you begin to get out of it. And the journey is to get out of it. And then once out, it's like, well, okay, I've never known what it's like to make a decision from 
me? Well, who the fuck am I? I don't know. I've only known myself frozen, stuck inside this trauma, accommodating this person and basically being a, you know, a donkey for its burden, right? Like I was just, you know, caught in a spider's web and just used to fulfill its, its mission, its goals. And it was a trick on everyone. Um, so you're the one that decides you're going to challenge the trauma, you're going to heal the trauma, you're going to uproot, you know, the invaders, you're going to evict them out of your system. And then you go through that journey, whatever that journey is, it might be a day, it might be a 1000 years, you know, whatever it takes. And whatever you used to do that with me, it was plant medicines, people use whatever, whatever, ayahuasca. So what's interesting is that <clears throat> before I was owned by evil. I'm just put it that way. It's just another way to talk about it. Evil. Someone decided that he was going to use his own child to send out to be sexual abused for money because he was a, you know, he was an it man. And why would he work when he could just send out his kids? So that's just evil, right? And so you lived in all of that, you negotiated all that, you survived, whatever. And again, this is my, my thing, it, you know, just put your own trauma, just insert that, whatever that trauma is, if it's um, built inside childhood with a parent. Um, so you're, you're not present for that. You've been owned, you're just stolen. You're, there's no blossoming you. That's not what they're interested in. They're, they just want to use you. So... You've never been there because no one showed up to say, hey, listen, Johnny or Susan, I'm here to see you and grow you and protect you. And, uh, you know, and they're not there looking at the plant thinking, okay, what does the plant need? They're there saying, okay, I'm going to make that plant into a dog so I can use that dog to fulfill my needs. I'm just going to, you know, terrify that plant into becoming what I need it to be and make it do horrific things that, you know, whatever. So if you've had trauma, your whole life has been responding to the trauma, covering up, trying to make it work, putting it away, you know, you're living in there. After the medicine has worked on you or you've done the journey, you begin to show up. It no longer can have a hold over you because the medicine has exposed it. It's been pulled up and out of your system, like literally dredged out of the lake, the sewer that was at the bottom of the lake, right? It's, it's like the Loch Ness Monster. Here it is. This is what was inside you all the time, this big, writhing, dark shit. Okay, you see it, you understand, you blah, blah, blah. But you've only known a life built by negotiating with it, right? Being owned by it. In the cleansing of the medicine, you get it removed. You actually remove it yourself by seeing it. That's how the blockage is removed within you because you're willing to see, surrender, go through, you know, whatever you need to go through, surgical operations, etc., to remove this thing. Now, 
what you have is a connection with the medicine, with light. The medicine has GPS, the trauma, has, you know, given you tons of love to go and face the trauma. Um, Medicine has been an ally in your healing. For me, it's been daily for the last five years. So that I can get up and go, oh, what do, who am I? Now that I'm not ruled, owned by this trauma, horror, etc. Right? You'll have gone through the anger. You'll, you'll have gone through all the stages of what it, you know, there are stages to moving into your shadow, seeing it, releasing the feelings, seeing the truth, blah, 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 collapsing the ego, all that. And there's a moment of, again, of, oh, there's an opening of a new path. In this new path, you have now built a relationship with a medicine, plant spirit, a sacred medicine, ayahuasca, or whatever it is that you've, whatever helped you get out of it, right? Whatever healed you from it. So you've built this relationship with this medicine. You no longer have that huge raging dragon thing that's, you know, was within you. You couldn't see it that owned all of you. You've understood it. You've seen what it was. You know, the relationship was built. And there's a beginning now of a new, first of all, a relationship with light as opposed to the dark and sinister stuff and creepdom, right? Um, An incredible reverence for what happened to you, that this medicine came in and helped you get through all of this, that you didn't even know was there. And a whole new meaning, right? So... In, my, in, the, in the world of trauma, there was a trauma hidden and then a person building itself, reinventing itself to become something and to belong to somehow the society, etc. Blah, 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 to, to live inside the same, you know, kind of look at me, look, I'm doing this, look at me world. That's what I grew up in, right? This is all about facade. You know, look, look how I'm doing. Look what I'm doing. You know, I'm prettier than you. I'm more, I'm richer than you. I'm more powerful. I mean, this is, you know, what we all live in, right? Who's the prettiest pig in the block, right? Or who's the, you know, the guy with the Ferrari? Like, everybody's competing, you know, to outdo the other. So, but they need the audience of the other to say, look at me, right? And that's what I was used for. I was used up to cover up his nothingness and bullied into becoming someone so that somehow, you know, I would shine on him and he'd get the shine of it and then he'd be someone, something along those lines. None of it had anything to do with me whatsoever. None of it. I was roped in um, to make him feel good. That's basically it, to make him look good you know, to, to basically prop up a, a, a non-existent person. 
And it, but they existed. I mean, they were bullies and horrible and sinister and dark. But basically, that was it. So that, that I, had, I had no... If, you know, if somebody had said to me, is that what you do? I'd say, yeah, but it was... It didn't belong to me. Again, I was cooked inside somebody else's poison. Once that poison is removed, you will then begin to discover, without the threat, that you can actually build a path and a life that you that's yours. You have sovereignty. There is no sovereignty in being a prisoner of trauma. None. It owes you, it owes you, it owns you everywhere. In your thought, in your physicality, in your thinking, in your emotion. Oh, but everywhere. So, when it's sort of taken out, and again, I can't say I've been completely cleansed because I haven't. I still have this big dragon on my back, which I'm, you know, fine with. I get it. I get everything that's happened. And I'm sure it has to do with actually seeing what he did to me. Um, But there is a very powerful and huge opening of, okay, I get to make a choice now about my life. Not from a threat, not from terror, not from having to save some sagging jerk-off, but actually because I'm here, because I'm connected to nature, because I'm connected to myself, and because now I have sovereignty over that choice. And what the big thing is, is that in the background is there's no threat. No threat. So this is what we can't see in the shadow, is the threat and the terror. And that's really what is being cleansed if you do plant medicines. What's keeping you stuck and frozen is the threat and the terror that you cannot understand but feel. Like people are so anxious they can't sit down for five seconds to meditate. Why? Because if you sit, if you, if you stop and sit down, you'll be overwhelmed by anxiety. You'll be overwhelmed by the fear. And what is the fear? The fear is early trauma, you're alone. There's no one here but this. There's no one who will give me love or rescue me or make me feel safe. There's no one I can confide in. There's no one here that loves me. Now, you won't consciously say that, but that's what's really happening. So when you sit on the cushion and you're 50, 60, whatever, like me, and if you're, I mean, I'm not anxious about that anymore, but originally when I was, I couldn't sit down because to sit down was to feel the truth, right? If you sit down enough, you're beginning to feel the lack of love, the lack of safety, the terror. What? That's why all of it, the slowing down of everything is so important, which is what the medicine, what the um, meditation does is it slows 
all of this accelerated terror down. And allows you and gives you the space to begin to face it. Even if it's like overwhelming, you can sit and face it. So as I emerge out of it, it's like coming out of a washing machine and being cleansed. As I'm finding more, so, so here's how it happens. You know, at first the monster is bigger than you. It's 10 foot and you're two foot. And after the cleansing, that thing is, its power is taken. So now you're 10 foot and this thing is two feet, right? It's a switch. It's a switch up. You've, you've changed allies. You're no longer a prisoner of the dark. You've now allied with the light, with the medicine, with, aligned with your, you've aligned with yourself. She's given you the love, the safety, the power to be able to begin to align with who you are and to no longer be fearful of this thing that, you know, used fear like a bully to keep you terrified and, you know, to own you, which is basically what happened to me. So the emerging of you, the blossoming of you is the you that never blossomed. The you that remained, that was terrified, that remained frozen <clears throat> that agreed to sit by the blackboard and do 10,000 equations every day to try to make them work when it was never going to work. But you still went to that blackboard every day and tried to figure out, if I just do this equation, I can make them right, right? Love, there's no work in love. It's just effortless. It's unconditional. It's true. It's true in all forms. There's no equations for it. It just is, right? Um, but you don't know that because you've basically been chucked out of the Garden of Eden, which is the mothership, which is love, which is everything, right? At that point, you were stolen, <coughs> injured, disconnected from the one, from the whole pulsating universe. So, A new path will emerge that you will begin to make. And I mean a path, it means you will begin to then create the steps to build a life aligned with who you are. As the memory, as the power of this darkness is removed, diluted, defueled. It can't work anymore once it's seen. The only way trauma works is if it's hidden, if you're terrified, if you're not willing to face it. It's counting on you being terrified to face it. And it will also require the death of everything you've ever been. So I'm in this business, I do that, and but oh, yeah, you've got a whole, everybody has a story about who they are, right? That story is a story you carry around with us, which is why we work, which is our motivation, which is blah, 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 everything. All of that will have to die. Now, one of the worst things in my own family was they were so busy trying to become something they weren't. Oh, look at me, I'm, you know, whatever. 
I'm Mr. W. Look what I did, look what I own, look what I wear. Doesn't that tell you who I am, right? The fact that you are, for me anyway, willing to sit down and go, oh my God, this guy was a wanker. He sold his kid for money. To expose that is extraordinarily victorious because it's everything that they, everything that they fought against is right there in their face, right? They were desperately trying to be something they weren't. Now, there's no way back, right? It's here it is. This is how awful they were. This is who they truly are. No one's, I'm not building a cover up for them. So, you know, that's all over, right? Um, And in that respect, that's a huge collapse, right? Um, But now there is no reflection if you've been connected to the medicine and light, then you're aligned with who you are. So you'll begin to find out what it is that it's like having your lights back on. It's like your feelings, your emotions, your being, it responds naturally to its natural inclination. Because mine was completely shut down and numbed, I had to build a pretend person. I had to like things I didn't like. I had to agree to things I didn't, didn't want to agree to because I was numbed out from terror, right? There is no choice in terror. There's only one choice, freeze, numb, disappear. So it is like, you know, the ice after the ice age, right? The ice age, all the dinosaurs died. It was dark. It's the same thing in the shadow. Everything is dead or dark or not existing. And with this medicine, which is like the light, right? It's, you know, the brooks begin to bubble and things begin to grow. And, and it's a whole new awakening as far as your network is being turned on. It's almost like I've been in the cellar with the lights out. Right? Somebody came down and go, oh, here you are, Maria. Put the lights back on. And you look around at first going, shit, there's no, no one's going to hurt me, Right? No, they can't. You finally have control. You finally can actually live according to whatever it is that your code really, you know, everybody has a code as they come, I think. I mean, it's like someone is naturally going to do X. Somebody's naturally going to do Y, right? Somebody's naturally going to go climb the Himalayas. Somebody's naturally going to be the greatest pianist ever. We have the seeds within us, the potential within us to become, you know, the most holist person ever, right? depending on how much encouragement, love, and passion we have within us. In trauma, you're literally taken and thrown into the cellar. You might as well just not exist. You know, you need reflection for your seed. You need reflection for your code, right? So once the prison keeper's taken away and seen, exposed, the lights are on, one of the great things is, oh... Okay, I'm no longer scared. I've never been here before. I don't know what this looks like. This is completely new. But I'm going to trust within me and the universe that I'm going to find now and make the path that's truly mine. All right? 
I was thinking about it. How can you possibly, you know, think about doing anything um, that's not real after you've had this medicine come in and literally GPS you and given you all this information and, you know, literally cleaned out the horror that I had no access to, right? You can't just go back, you know, and become an accountant. It's like, <laughs> right? So we all have a natural outpouring of our spirit that in trauma has been denied. A spirit. Everything in life has a spirit. A rock has a spirit. A mountain. I mean, I don't know if you've been up in the mountains when it's really quiet. It's like, oh my God, this is, there's, there's something going on up here that has its own character, right? Its own truth. So you can finally trust your instinct trust your natural outpouring you'll go oh I'd really like to do that whatever that is I really like playing chess I don't know whatever that is right it's this discovery of this whole world of you that you have never known so now you're no longer answering in your brain and your physicality and your whole being to this monster this bully that kept you prisoner as a child because of the trauma you're now connected to kind of the everything and are beginning to discover who you are in the light right with love you know oh you know I liked this oh I don't like that person oh I like that it's a completely new place and a very weird place because you've never known it I've never known to say I don't want to hang out with that jerk right or I'm going to tell this person you know whatever a client that no this is not going to happen like this or whatever so before you thought you had an ally but you didn't right the predator was a predator it's all collapsed, but it was never there in the first place because you were not, you weren't present to life. <coughs> there's this misunderstanding that there's a loss. There is no loss. If you've been a prisoner, there's no loss. You think you, there's a loss in your brain, but there never was anyone there in the first place, right? Now, in this new scenario, if you've been given the chance to sort of live again, you get the chance to actually live from your spirit. You're getting to know your spirit. You're going to get to know who you are. Because now the lights have been switched on. The darkness flees the light. It's like a vampire. It hates the light. It need, only lives in the kind of the dark recesses of the dark. Right? And that's a whole new trajectory, a new path, a new chapter in which you have sovereignty over what you want. And that for me is completely new. I don't know, again, if you ask me, listen, I need to be in the Himalayas by two o'clock. I need a Vinti steamed latte and um, a taxi. Um, I, I'll make it happen. 
But for me to like get a cup of tea was like, huh? A cup of tea for me? Like, how do I do that, right? I was conditioned to fix people around me. But to actually take care of myself, to do, to know who I was and do the thing that was a natural outpouring was an absolute mystery. I didn't know what that was. I was only built to cater to them. And what's interesting is in this healing process, you know, if I get time to myself, I'll numb, right? I'll just watch in like four hours of Netflix. So, so my body is conditioned to either be on organizing and fixing someone or to be off. But there's no place that says, oh, I'm interested in doing this. I'm going to, you know, do that. I'm going to, you know, there's no, it's either on, you know, I need to bring these people to the Himalayas by two o'clock and, you know, ensure that um, they get that venti latte, mild foam, whatever. And I build the Taj Mahal by five o'clock. I mean, it's just like, yeah, that my brain is like, boom, on. But like, you want to have tea at two o'clock? It's like, what? How do I do that? In this transformation, as you die, you're given the space to become and to do you. Because now you have the space. Now that thing has been de-blocked. It's out of your system. And so you have all that space that that mechanism took up back. You get all your real estate back. But you've never known how to handle it. I mean, you've never known. I've never known what it's like to actually think about what matters to me. What do I do for myself to make my life, you know, fun and meaningful? So that in itself is a whole new procedure of thinking and of being and of learning how to live there. Again, it's like, you know, when you're let loose from prison, it's like everybody wants to go back to prison because they know what it's like. But they, to learn how to be free is actually an education unto itself. It's a new probing and testing. First, just the acceptance that, oh, I have feelings, I have needs. And, oh, what, you know, where's my compass going to take me? It's your compass. It's yours now. It's not being used by somebody else to navigate you to like some evil pirate island somewhere. You can actually take your compass back and go, oh, actually, I really, I was on my way to Tahiti. You know, that's where I'd like to be. My life, I do want to be by the seashore. You know, not building some fake company so somebody can feel good about themselves. It literally is a capture, if it's severe, of your whole consciousness, of your whole being. And, it's, and, and that capture is kept together with terror and fear. So for all of it to be cleansed and for you to, you know, literally can wake up in the morning and decide, oh, I, would actually want, I do actually want to live my life like this, whatever this is. It's almost like the beginning of the seedlings of you being replanted 
you know, in the world. You know, you, you've, you've switched allies, you've been taken back to your true home. And it doesn't matter what it is, as long as it's true to you, it's honest to you. And you're not negotiating, trying to become someone for someone else. Right? That's it. You're just showing up in the full totality of you because you is all that really matters. Whatever that expression is, that's the most honest that this most connected, most aligned with you is ultimately the goal, right? So every trauma has its trajectory. The release from trauma, again, will build a new path free of the confines and of the militia that kept you deep underground. Bye.